0: Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you're very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that, click the word quality, and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p. I've explained, but if you're new, YouTube renders these videos in 480, but I'm shooting in 1080p so you just have to keep upgrading the quality of the video because otherwise they'll keep making it blurry and fuzzy but that's not the way they're being uploaded. So today I have a very old prophetic word. It's called the hot and biting wind and it's from June 18th of 2015. So I am in the America series at the moment. If you're new to the channel, The first series that I did after I did the introduction to this video channel, this is a support channel for a project that I run for the Lord Jesus Christ called The Master's Voice. Um, Check the information box. Please always check the information box at the beginning of the video just to find out what the video is about, what each post or prophecy that I am reading on behalf of the Lord will be covering So this channel is to support the blog because the Lord spoke to me and said that the blog needed to be modernized and the blog needs to be made more accessible to more people. The Lord encouraged me to use what he called the tools of my generation, which is clearly um, online platforms. And so that's what I'm attempting to do here. And from information that has been made available to me recently, I think I might have to... um, consider some other platforms, but I'm still looking into that um, because people keep telling me that YouTube is taking down channels and videos and things like that. So I have to keep those things in mind because I've always said that if this channel is ever missing, I didn't take it down. I didn't recant anything on it. The blog is up. The channel is up. The Lord sent me to say these things and say them I will. So if it's ever gone, it means that it's been taken down against my will. So I guess I do have to take steps to protect the content that's here. So this is an old prophecy. June 2015 makes it um, older than five years at least. And um, it's about the use of nuclear devastation in the end times and in particular, against the nation of the United States. I was just explaining that when I started the blog, after I did the introduction, the first series I went to was called the Russia and the China series. If you're new to this channel and you have not watched those videos, please, I ask you, I try to put the videos on this channel in a playlist. I'm still working to put them into their various playlists. But visit the Russia and the China series so that you can know that the Lord has already pronounced a firm word, meaning a word that will not be changed, against the United States concerning the fact that Russia and China will come here. Not only will there be war in the United States, but the Lord has said that there will be invasion in the United States, and that America will lose that invasion. They will; She will be defeated by the twin horns, her two enemies, Russia and China, in the latter days, and those nations will sack this nation. To sack a nation means that you literally pillage it, you take everything of value that is in it, and the nature of the prophetic word that the Lord has given me is so grave that even the people... Even the people of this nation shall also be pillaged, they will be put to death, there will be great death and harm here, and people will be taken into slavery. So I'm just going to read this this prophecy, it's very old, but it refers to the times to come. The banner scripture is Zechariah 14 and 12b, and this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the people who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve while they stand on their feet. Their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets, and their tongues shall dissolve away in their mouths. Zechariah 14 and 12. So I wrote here that even though there's many different themes that's in this particular prophecy that the Lord gave me, the focus will be on this hot and destroying wind that is even spoken about in the Bible. We understand that at times biblical prophets didn't always have the words for what they were seeing. And I have to say, with some of the dreams that God has given me, I've shared this difficulty on the blog. There are times when I sleep, when I wake up, even though it's the modern day and we have all the words that you could think we would ever want to be able to express ourselves, I am not able to always express the shape, the texture, and the nature of the things that God shows me. But I really do try my best. So um, I understand what these guys were going through sometimes. So this word is focusing on many things. But the main focus is this hot and biting wind. And the Lord says that I will come up behind America when she's not expecting it. And I will lay all her treasures to waste. Before my avenging sword, my avenging armies will totally ransack her. Not one thing of value will be spared to remain with its owners. Everything she owns will be laid out in the streets, and avengers will take what they desire from the hoard. America will truly have nothing. I, the Lord, have spoken it. Now, I just shared. A recent prophecy. It's called "The Center Will Not Hold," and in that prophecy, the Lord was talking about the great treasure stores of art, um, of sculptures, of secret treasures. You know, things probably sunken treasures that have been found and have not been publicized. Things that we do not know about in our day-to-day lives. Not because we're necessarily ignorant, but because these things have not been. Publicized. They're not carried in the press. They're not carried in the news. God says that they take place in private sales or sometimes they take place through private plundering, piracy, and smuggling, in other words. And so there's so much treasure, God says, that is buried in this country. He said, He called it buried beneath the hills of America. Things that we don't know about, but the Lord says that they will be ferreted out, they will be dug up, they will be brought out from the underground basements, and he called them the carefully temperature-controlled rooms in private houses, and some of them probably in bunkers, where things have been hidden under the earth, where only a few private sets of eyes get to look at them. The Lord says that all these things will be taken away by the armies that will come here, that will win the war, that will defeat the United States, that will decimate her army, and will take plunder and spoil. So if you haven't seen that video, if you haven't read that prophecy, the title of the prophecy is The Center Will Not Hold. And that speaks more on this. But the Lord also says that nothing will be left in the United States that is of value, that everything she owns will be laid out in the streets. And when the Lord gave me this word, not only did I see the picture I'm about to share now, but I've seen it over and over. I have seen soldiers going into houses and bringing out everything of value and laying it on the lawn. Everything that can be seen as valuable, everything it's not just, I don't know, maybe not cell phones, but jewelry and other things like vases or anything that is really of value will be brought out of individual houses if you're still unwise enough, of course, at that time to still be in your house. Because most people in a war zone. They don't care about whatever's in the house. They just flee for safety. But if you're still in your house, obviously they're going to bring you out as well. But they bring out everything of value and they put it on the lawn and they're going through it to see what can be taken. In a recent prophecy that I brought, I think it's also the center will not hold. The Lord said that even the nails and the rivets that hold the buildings together in the United States, Russia will take them up and take them away to melt them down for steel and for iron in the use of building their nation. So the second part of this prophecy is this, water will pour into their cities. It will flood and encroach so far inland that towns and cities that have never been near the coast will be completely or partly underwater. There will be a new map for America, an underwater map will emerge. There will be loss of life, and people will be utterly swept away and taken to their own destruction upon the waves, for they have not heard or listened to the words of the prophets that have come crying to them so many times before. So the Lord is saying here that certain parts of this nation will be submerged, They will be underwater. There will be flooding that will reach so far inland that even parts of America that have never had access to rivers, water, lakes will now become submerged. They will be drowned. They will be underwater. And that America will have what the Lord is calling a new map, an underwater map. God says that he will do this because he has told America not to have any other gods before him, not to worship graven idols, not to replace him with anything in their temples, because the one who worships an idol is accursed. He will not find forgiveness. He will be utterly destroyed. Any that denies my name will not find forgiveness. He will be removed. Hear the word of the Lord and repent. Turn from your idols repent. So I've shared often in videos before, and even on the blog frequently, that repentance is actually a privilege and a gift. This is something that God is giving you, giving you of his own divine nature, of the of the divine softness that is in the heart of God. God's heart is ultimately for reconciliation with man. It is not to judge man. It is not to make man feel that man is is above God or man is so sinful or man is so separated from God that God cannot bridge the distance between us and him that is created by sin. Repentance is a gift. Repentance is the act of mercy shown to you that cannot restore yourself, shown to me that cannot restore myself from a higher being that wants communion that wants companionship, that wants love, ultimately. And so when we reject this, when we say, no, I do not wish to utilize this washing, this cleansing, this restoration that God is giving us, then we are exalting ourselves above the only method that is actually available to us as fallen ones to come back to the status of sons. If you say that you have no use for repentance, you are literally exalting yourself as an idol and as a God above God himself, before whom there are no other gods. There is only one God. No matter who comes to this channel and writes whatever, I am way too busy to engage in arguments back and forth with people who consider themselves more learned than Jesus Christ. More power to you. Scribble away. You and him will discuss it at the end of days. I won't be there. You and him will talk it out. But the matter of repentance is essential to the bride at this time. If you turn away this thing, if you do not master now, before it gets difficult, how to constantly walk in godly and true repentance, godly repentance is not feeling bad because you got caught out in sin. It is not the momentary embarrassment or the momentary shame that comes when you get caught out in wrong. Godly repentance is the knowledge that without the cleansing of Christ's blood, you cannot partake of the Godhead nor have communion with them until you accept that you in yourself are inadequate. You without Christ are not enough to be acceptable before the Father and you must confess that you are fallen. And so God is saying here that the worship of graven idols, which is not only the physical idols that we see in temples internationally and everything else, but the worship of anything above him, which includes oneself, me or you, that is idolatry. And for that, without repentance, there can be no forgiveness. Turn from your idols, says the Lord. Repent. Excuse me, please. So the last part of this word is definitely a prophecy about nuclear, nuclear warfare. There will come a hot and biting wind. It will enter into cradles and destroy even the innocents. It will enter into houses, bakeries, and even the slum dwellers' cabins. It will enter where the rich are. There is no place it will not go. It will destroy men utterly. It will wipe them out. The kings of this land know it. They know about it, yet they keep silent. Conspirators, murderers. I will repay them accordingly. Babylon is destroyed from being a city. It is destroyed from being a nation. Nothing will remain of it after all. This is the sure word of the Lord. And so this could only be, at least this is my understanding brothers and sisters, this is actually either nuclear warfare perpetrated by humans. And there are many who have brought this word that in the end times, nuclear weapons will be deployed, including the Lord speaking to me about it. I've shared it in other prophecies on the blog. It's just that there are so many prophetic words on the blog that I cannot remember them all by name. So if if you're new to the blog, please get in the habit of, even if you watch the videos, visit the blog and read the words themselves. Just use the search box at the bottom. Go to any post, go to the bottom, beneath the comments, you will see a search box. Enter in themes, enter in words like nuclear, you can enter in words like president, you can enter in words like end times, you can enter in maybe the, the name of your nation And then see if there is any word concerning your nation. Because there's so many words, I'm really working hard to index, but I I haven't even made a dent in it, if I'm honest. So this can only be either nuclear warfare, which the Lord has already revealed that man will use against man. Please understand that when you see this thing happening in the end times, this is not the wickedness of God on man. This is the wickedness of man against man. So many people blame the Lord and say, oh, if God was a just God, why does this happen? Why does this happen to children? And I always tell people, why is it that man always removes himself from the equation of the outcome of sin? If someone is assaulted sexually or if someone is murdered, why do people always say, oh, if God existed, murder wouldn't exist? God does exist. Murder exists because man exists. That's why it's there. God has never been on trial for any murders. It's us who go to court for what we do. Man always seeks to cut out, to excise himself from the equation of why there is evil in the world. Well, I say to people, you plus me equals the answer to everything that you don't like about earth. It's you and it's me and it's them out there that have collectively, collective group sin made this world The way it is. The other explanation for this might be some kind of large planetary happening. That is the only other thing that could cause the eyes and the mouth of people. This can clearly only be some kind of radioactive or nuclear type blast that dissolves the eyes in the socket, dissolves the tongue in the mouth, and dissolves flesh while a person is standing. Those are the only explanations that I can think of. And so the Lord gave scriptures. They're on the blog. Please visit and read and um, find out what they are. And please come to know the Lord while there is time. The heart of God is not the destruction of man. Please excuse me. The heart of God is reconciliation of man to himself in order to save and protect Not so much this flesh, but the soul that is within, the soul that does not die and the soul that will definitely find a permanent home either with the Father in heaven or in hell. Always remember that hell is a choice. God only sends us there after we live our lives in such a way that demonstrate to him this is the choice I choose. So thank you for being with me today. I am Celestial. Um... Please subscribe to the channel if you are led. Please share these videos if you are led. You can support this ministry if you are led. All the information is below in the URL. And until I see you again, God bless you and take care. Bye.